Utah.com/get-tickets. Paid for by Bar Justice. Attention. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug ranitidine may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Zantac may be linked to these cancers: bladder, colorectal, esophageal, intestinal, kidney, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, stomach, testicular, and uterine. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now. 800-516-9931. Never stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. Call right now for a free consultation. You may be owed significant compensation. Call 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. That's 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. Did you know a fire department responds to a fire every 23 seconds? First Alert is reminding you to be prepared by installing smoke and carbon monoxide alarms on every level and in each bedroom of your home. Don't forget to add First Alert fire extinguishers on every level plus in common spaces like the kitchen and know how to use them. Protect your whole home with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores today. Wichita's home for Chiefs coverage. ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. This game just was the microcosm of our entire season. Man, I, uh, I couldn't be more proud of the guys, and I, it's such an honor to be on this team. Uh, I was there when Tom Brady said, I'm turning the keys over to you, and he did it right in our locker room. I knew if we got in the tournament, man, we were going to be a hard team to beat because I know the guys that we have and how hard we work. When you want the latest on your favorite teams, tune into Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3. This is SportsCenter. I'm Doug Brown. Police officials in Kansas City expect more charges to be filed in connection with Wednesday's shooting at the Chiefs Championship celebration. Two juveniles are now facing gun-related and resisting arrest charges and are being held in a juvenile detention center. The NBA All-Star Weekend tips off tonight in Indianapolis with the Rising Stars game. Our coverage at 9 Eastern here on ESPN Radio. Tomorrow night features the Steph Curry and Sabrina Ionescu three-point challenge. Four-time WNBA champ Sue Bird. All in all, it's 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 for fun. You have these two amazing shooters who are going to go head-to-head, probably talk a little trash, have some fun with it. But And I'm not saying this lightly. It has like Billie Jean King vibes to it. it it's a moment that a lot of people are going to be talking about. Sue Bird. Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyavkov will leave the job at the end of this month after less than three years. The two sides agreeing to part ways after the league was reduced to two schools. The other 10 announced their plans to leave during Klyavkov's tenure. Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Cannon, coming up Monday. While there might not be any more games on the field, I'll tell you why this is still a huge week in the NFL. It's on Sportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. This is a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho, Ho, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by One the O-Z. One more hour to go. 
then it is officially the weekend right here for all of us on the Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. We are also streaming online at ESPNWichita.com. Tune in app on your smartphone and also coming at you on your favorite smart speaker. Tell it to tune into ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Or if that doesn't work, tell it to tune into KKGQ. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Pat Strothman. Jack Johnson being a trooper today. He is the producer after filling in for the Shane Dennis show yesterday and today. But don't you worry. He's going to go to Surprise, Arizona, and he's going to be in his element the diehard baseball guy is going to be there for spring training baseball featuring the Kansas City Royals. I'm sure we will have him on the air. Either me or Shane will figure it out. I don't know how it's going to work yet, but we'll figure it out. One thing, one thing I can promise you, though, is Jack is going to leave this cold weather and head out to Surprise, Arizona to cover the Royals. So we'll see all the exciting stuff from him next week. If you would like to call, you can. It is an open line hour. So if you want to voice your opinion, it is available, 316-669-4996. And that is because Sully Ingalls is hopping on a plane to go to a wedding. Michaela Day is busy. (sighs) They both left me high and dry, so no cake TV presence today. So we'll find a way to do without them. So if you want to help or be a part of the show, 316-669-4996. You will also need that number if you have any interest in winning $30 worth of Kansas lottery tickets. Here's the cool part about these tickets. You get them. First and foremost, they're free. But they could get you money, cash. I think the high number that we have was like $250. Just saying. That's kind of a cool thing. So if you have any interest in that, be ready to call at some point. The text line number, 316-247-0923. We are set to talk a lot of college ball here in hour number two. So if you have any thoughts on the Shockers losing last night, KU getting ready to travel to Oklahoma, Kansas State, and TCU tomorrow. If you have any thoughts on college ball, feel free to weigh in. 316-247-0923. You can also interact on social media. We have Twitter slash X, Instagram, Facebook, ESPN, Wichita is the handle for all those different social media pages. Please like and follow our pages. And if you do, you're going to see some pretty cool content. We have some highlights from our KCAC doubleheader of the week earlier today. We have some clips from the Kansas City Chiefs still, including one clip that has over 110,000 views, which is crazy, but that's the beauty of social media. You never know what's going to happen. Come and join us. We are nearing 3,000 followers on Facebook. So if you want to get us a little bit closer, we would love it. Go to Facebook and like and follow the Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, whatever your favorite social media page is. Here at number two, we are approaching Wichita State Talk. I promise you we'll get to it. If it like a step back last night for the Shockers, at least in some ways, we'll tell you why. 
After that, we'll have buy or sell with Jack Johnson. But here in hour number two, we open things up. We always do this on a Friday. It's our Schofield Honda Keys to the Games. Schofield Honda is Wichita's exclusive Honda dealer. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned Hondas in Kansas, the Schofield family has been in the automotive business and assisted Wichita area drivers for more than 60 years. Stop by today and find out why so many people, including my wife, are saying, I love my Schofield Honda. Let's start with the early game tomorrow, and that would be the K-State Wildcats. Kansas State's taking on TCU. It's at 11 o'clock, so I know what I'm going to do immediately tomorrow. K-State and TCU. You have the K-State Wildcats. We all know their struggles. TCU also needing a win. This is really a must-win for both these teams. Kansas State is below 500 in Big 12 play. So that is a huge game tomorrow for them. The Wildcats have to get this one. They need to get the 500 in Big 12 play. And they really have a chance. If, if there's a chance to make a run to really make your case to be an NCAA tournament team, you're going to need the next couple of games. Unless you have all of the faith in the world of going and winning the Big 12 tournament championship. And I'm not ruling that out for Kansas State. Every team is going to have a shot to win the Big 12 tournament championship. Every team will. Because every team top to bottom is pretty good. Only one that's bad is Oklahoma State. Everyone else is pretty good. And by the way, Mike Boynton last night was, I think it was yesterday, talking about recruiting and things changing, and it just kind of sounded windy. Whiny. Sounds like a guy who's on the way out the door. Anywho. TCU, meanwhile, 17 and 7, and the Horn Frogs are 6 and 5. So they're trying to avoid just dropping down to 500. And this is the only regular season meeting this year for the, between these two teams because of the unbalanced schedule. It's what happens. K State has done well at home, though, posting a 12 and 2 overall record with a win at, against Wichita State, the T Mobile Center. An 11-2 mark at Bramlage Coliseum with top 10 wins over Kansas, Baylor. The Wildcats are a combined 3-7 and seven away from home, including 2-5 and five in true road games. So K-State does well at home. Now, there have been some close finishes, but the Wildcats have been able to get the job done. K-State, however, has lost five of its last six games after starting the year 14-4. Among the Wildcats' 15 wins, six are quad one or two wins. The team has a 6-2 and two record in games decided by five points or fewer, which includes the overtime wins over Providence, Villanova, Baylor, and Kansas. We all know Jerome Tang over Tang. Jerome Tang is 11-0 in overtime games. K-State's defense is going to be put to the test against TCU. The Horned Frogs, they are doing what? We see them do on a regular basis. They lead the nation in fast-break points. They're averaging 20 points per game in fast-break opportunities. TCU also is top 30 in both scoring offense at number 27 in the nation and field goal percentage, which is in the top 25 at number 23. 
Since the start of Big 12 play, the Wildcats rank first in field goal percentage defense and three-point field goal percentage defense. So something's got to give. K-State being able to defend, TCU can get up and down the floor, which is why something that we've talked about numerous times with this K-State team, and we've also mentioned it for KU and Wichita State, they all seem to have some turnover problems. Kansas State against BYU had some pretty atrocious turnovers. The Wildcats will need to clean those up tomorrow especially with a TCU team that is awfully good in fast-break opportunities. If they are that dynamic by scoring points via the fast-break, maybe you can have turnovers, but you have to limit live ball turnovers. It can't be a steal ball stays in play and TCU goes the other way and gets an easy two or an easy three. So I guess if you're going to throw the ball, make sure it goes out of bounds. Don't let it, don't let it stay, stay in bounds. It's harder than you think, though. By the way, you don't want to intentionally turn the ball over. Obviously, K State is 338th nationally with 15 turnovers per game. They are dead last in the Big 12 in turnovers per game. In the last six games, K-State has averaged 16 turnovers a game while yielding 18.7 points per game off those miscues. Gee, what's the key to the game tomorrow? Pretty simple for me. Don't turn the ball over. And if you do, pray that it's a dead ball turnover. You pray for that. If it's a live ball turnover, that could be problematic for the K-State Wildcats against the TCU Horn Frogs. Now, fortunately, TCU defensively, not that great. So if you're K-State, maybe you set the tone and get in a rhythm offensively and be fine. But don't make it easy on TCU. Don't just hand the ball away. There have been times where K-State has been pretty sloppy with the ball, but they find a way to reel it back in and they get a three or a bucket or an M1. That has happened numerous times this year for Kansas State. Tomorrow, do not fall victim to the turnovers. If you do, it's not going to be a fun time tomorrow inside Bramlage Coliseum. So simply put for me, my key to this game, brought to you by Schofield Honda, simply put, limit turnovers, specifically the live ball turnovers that could destroy you because of TCU's ability to go in transition and to finish at the rim or get a wide-open three on a kickout for a trailing player. Limit the live ball turnovers. Jack Johnson, it's K-State TCU. What is your key to this game? Yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head with the turnovers. Every loss that K-State's had this season, 10 or more turnovers. And even in some of their wins, they've had an absurd amount of turnovers. Against KU, I think they had 16. Against Oklahoma State, they had 17. They just... Maybe that's who they are. They can't take care of the basketball. Um, one of the guys I know for Go Powercat, Ryan Gilbert, he said that you know one of those issues is that Tyler Perry's not really a true number one point guard. He was actually a shooting guard at North Texas. So maybe it's the fact they don't really have that facilitator. They have a bunch of combo guards that just aren't the best at taking care of the basketball. And then it doesn't help that you have some young guys now in the starting five. Gerald Colbert's very raw, you know, getting uh, his feet under him, really. Day-Day Ames, another guard that's been thrust into action because Quez Glover's been hurt all season long. So I'd like to say limit the turnovers, but we've also discussed this before with T- before about TCU, Pat. 
that is their game. They just force turnovers. They may have a lot of turnovers themselves, but they try to speed you up. They are so physical. They are so fast. Uh, what I did read about the rebounding, these teams are very equal, but whereas K-State is more rebound and slow the tempo down a bit, TCU wants to get it and go. I mean, they are a fast-paced, up-tempo team. They can wear you down, and if they start you know, running up and down the floor and they get a couple of transition buckets, that's when you get into the danger zone of being worn down, and then that leads to even more turnovers. But more than just that, I like how you kind of uh, – dwindle it down to live ball turnovers. You know, you can live with a ball thrown out of bounds because everybody can slow down a little bit. You set up your defense. If you're turning the ball over near midcourt, you're having bad passes, you're having balls knocked away that, you know, can lead out in the transition, that's where TCU can run away with this one. I think that's happened to K-State a few times. The Oklahoma game was really sloppy. Early on, the Texas Tech game, very sloppy. Houston was very sloppy. I like to say take care of the basketball, but that really just is who K-State is. They don't take care of the basketball. So for me, again, I'm going to emphasize it. Don't live and die by the three-point shot. It just limits you offensively. If you're firing up 23s in the first half and you only have four of them, well, you're not going to be in a really good position to win that game. So I would really like for them to try to play through the free throw line. Tyler Perry's above 90%. Cam Carter's above 80%. Kaluma can knock them down. If you can lead or, or play into their physicality, you know, get them to draw some fouls, get them in foul trouble. That way you can take advantage on the glass and then get to the free throw line because I really do believe that's where K-State can shine. I mean, you shoot 30 free throws in this game, you get TCU in foul trouble, you're going to win it. But if you're firing it up from 30 feet every single time and you're only shooting 20% from the floor, well, guess what? They're going to run you out of the gym. And that is the fear for tomorrow. You hope that the good K-State Wildcats show up for the 11 a.m. tip. And the nice thing is K-State is at home, and this is where things can really start to change for the Wildcats. But if there is ever a time to start building a streak, and look, Wyatt Thompson brought this up earlier this week. The longest winning streak in the Big 12 this year is three. You don't have a five-game win streak. You don't have a four the definition of a win streak is three games, right? It's not back-to-back. It's it's not winning one, and you're on a winning streak. It's got to be three in a row. There has only been one instance this year where the, the, the longest win streak is three games. That's what it is. It's pretty wild when you truly think about it. just shows you how tough the Big 12 is. I know we say it over and over again, but it's so true this year, more so than ever before. Meanwhile, for the Kansas Jayhawks, can they get out of their funk Talked to Brian Haney about it yesterday on the show, and if he missed any of our conversations with Brian or Wyatt, you can always go back and listen on the podcast page, ESPNWitchDog.com, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever it might be. Kansas is on the road, which just to say that means, uh-oh, that's not good because KU has been dreadful on the road. Number six, Kansas, now at 7-5 and five in Big 12 play. The Jayhawks continue their two-game road swing this week as they travel to Norman to take on an Oklahoma team that is in the top 25, an OU team that is 18-7 overall, and 6-6 six and six in the Big 12. 3 o'clock tip, 1.30 pregame. Catch it right here on your radio home for the Kansas Jayhawks ESPN Wichita. It's brought to you by Baxter and Associates. Kansas coming off that 29-point loss at Texas Tech. Under head coach Bill Self, Kansas has won 20-18 following a loss 
including 5-0 and this season. And maybe, just maybe, that's what gives you a glimmer of hope if you are a Kansas fan. Oklahoma had its two-game winning streak end with a 79-62 loss at number 12 Baylor earlier this week, three days ago. KU leads the overall series against Oklahoma. 23-20, and though, inside the Lloyd Noble Center. KU has won the last six meetings with Oklahoma. It would be so perfect if KU can finish us off, Jack. It would be perfect. You send Oklahoma to the SEC by winning all three of the games in football and men's basketball. <laughs> that would just be so perfect. And I have, I really have nothing truly against Oklahoma, not like some people do. Texas, you know, maybe a little bit different for some people because Texas has that big ego. Anywho, Kansas is averaging 77 points per game. The Jayhawks pull down 36 rebounds per game. Kansas leads the nation in assists per game at 19.9. KU leads the Big 12 in field goal percentage at 50%. But KU's issue is also handing the ball away, too. That pops up every so often. And who knows what we're going to get tomorrow. And I bring that up because of Kevin McCuller. We still don't really know what that situation is about. Hunter Dickinson looks tired. A guy who is older, but when you get older, you get a little tired. And if he truly is thinking about coming back for another year, you need to go and get another post player to add some depth to help out Hunter Dickinson. Because while the guy is is awfully good, I just worry a little bit about how well he can, you know, really be put together and stay together. Oklahoma is 13-2 in home games this season inside the Lloyd Noble Center, so they're having a good year at home, averaging 76.7 points per game, 36 rebounds. J.B. McCollum leads Oklahoma with a 14 points per game scoring average. He leads the team in threes with 46. He leads the team in assists with 86. McCollum also leads the Big 12 in free throw shooting percentage. You have Otega Owe, who is next in scoring at 12 points per game. This Oklahoma team is just way more athletic and can move up and down. But if I recall correctly in that game against Oklahoma, Jack, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I'm just going off of memory here. I recall KU really having their way around the rim against Oklahoma. Hunter Dickinson, KJ Adams, those guys were able to do well around the cylinder. And if I'm Kansas, if there was ever a game to feed your post players, they just got done. Hunter Dickinson and KJ Adams just got done going to combine what three of, of, of eighteen, something like that. They just got done shooting that percentage. And Brian Haney added to it yesterday too. I think it would be four of twenty-eight from the floor if you include Dewan Harris, Kevin McCuller. If he's there or not, I'm just going to make the assumption that he's not. Even if he is there, though, feed your post players and get their confidence back up. Get them going again. While Oklahoma has that speed, you can take advantage of it. And KU took advantage of it in the first go-around inside Allen Fieldhouse. Hunter Dickinson's not going to shoot that way probably for the rest of the season. And if he does, KU's probably going to lose, especially with no Kevin McCuller. If you have K.J. Adams out there, he's not going to go 1-10 to 10 from the field. At least I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's going to be that type of player again. 
KJ missed some shots that, that he probably normally would make, but he also took some shots that he normally would have taken. Get those guys back in their sweet spots. And and that's the other thing, too, with no Kevin McCuller. If there is no Kevin McCuller tomorrow, maybe the key to the game brought to you by Schofield, Hanna, is simply just spacing and and correcting that if you're Kansas because that was a problem. Put guys in the best positions possible in order to be successful. If you have to force the hand and go, hey, KJ, I need you to shoot 15, 20 shots tonight, that's not KJ Adams. That's not his game. Hunter Dickinson, sure. But Hunter Dickinson was in a, in a tough spot on Monday against Texas Tech. I like to think he's just a blip on the radar. In order to ensure that it was just a blip on the radar, get those post players back up and running. Pound the paint against Oklahoma. Pound it. Keep shoving it down the Sooners' throats. Oklahoma, meanwhile, on the other end, offensively, they will rely on their guards. They'll score with their guards. They'll make some threes. That's what Oklahoma's going to be able to do. I'm sure some guy who's averaging two three-pointers a game is going to have 10 tomorrow. That's just the way it normally goes. But if you're KU, offensively, that's the one area that I was really concerned with on Monday without Kevin McCuller. Spacing didn't look great. Guys were in the right positions. You have two post players that didn't shoot the ball well. I like to think that's just a rarity. But the best way to solve that early is by feeding them the ball and setting the tone in the painted area. That, to me, is the key to the game for KU Oklahoma. Jack, your thoughts on OU and KU? Well, I would like to think that you know KU could feed the post in this game, but it almost feels like they've tried to do it too much. And when nobody else can hit shots, what would I do as a defense? Okay, let's put three guys on Hunter Dickinson when he gets the ball because let any one of those guys shoot. They're not going to make it. I promise you that. And if Kevin McCuller's not playing, it makes it even harder for this Kansas team. You know, Usually I think I'd have a, a good key or two to win this game, but I almost just think it's all mental for them at this point too. I mean, I know that you're banged up, but doesn't a part of playing through injuries uh, deal with a little bit of a mental aspect of it, of, man, I'm feeling banged up, I'm tired? You know, if that's going to be the excuse over and over and over again, well, then i got to think a lot of it is mental. I mean, we have seen almost every college basketball team deal with injuries. Hell, the team that beat them by 30, Texas Tech, They've been dealing with injuries all year long. So what I want to see from this team is more of when they get gut-checked, whether they jump out to a 12-2 lead, I want to see what happens when Oklahoma starts hitting shots. Or if you do fall behind 12-2, I want to see what you do in the gut-check point. I mean, we all know they've got scores on this team. We know that they're talented, but what I have not seen is this gut-check ability on the road of, hey, we're going to stop this run, or hey, we're going to extend this lead. And that is what is so important with this team going into March because we know how talented they are. We know the capability of this team. They beat Houston soundly. Uh, They beat this Oklahoma team soundly. They beat UConn. They beat Tennessee. They beat Kentucky. They've got impressive wins on their resume, and I think they're closer to that team than they really ever are of the 30-point loss that they suffered against Texas Tech. But it's really mental to me. I know they're worn down. I know they're exhausted. But a championship team has to play banged up because think about the NCAA tournament. you got to play two games in a quick turnaround if you're going to keep advancing. And uh, this has been a team that's now gotten some rest. They haven't played since Monday, so they're going to be a little bit fresher. Bill Self says, barring any setbacks, Kevin McCullers should be good to go. 
But I want to see how they respond, man. There's going to be a game of runs in this. Oklahoma's crowd's going to get into it. You're going to have times where you go a little bit stagnant offensively. How are you going to respond? And to me, the key to that is find your score. Somebody's got to be the hot hand here. If it's Furphy, fine. If it's Dewan Harris, fine. If it's K.J. Adams or Dickinson McCuller, doesn't really matter. I want to see the guy that when things are tough, whether the offense isn't scoring or Oklahoma's on a hot stretch, you got to be the guy that says, give me the damn ball. I'm going to stop this now. That, to me, for the remaining of their road games, that's my key for this team. All right. That is our keys of the game. Brought to you by Schofield Honda, Wichita's exclusive Honda dealer. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned Hondas in Kansas, the Schofield family has been in the automotive business and assisted Wichita area drivers for more than 60 years Stop by today and find out why so many people are saying, I love my Schofield Honda. All right, Shocker fans, you're probably wondering, well, what about Wichita State? What about the Shockers in Charlotte? Don't really want to look too far ahead to that one, but more so, let us recap what took place last night in Greenville, South Carolina, or North Carolina. Now I'm trying to blink. Anyways, we'll come back and talk about Wichita State, East Carolina, coming up next here on The Pulse. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, it's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Hey, sports fans, Nathan from Burnell's Fine Jewelry and Design. Let's talk about love for a moment. Love can't wait, and neither should your proposal. That's why we're here to make it happen. With a wide selection of engagement rings and diamonds in stock, you could skip the waiting game and propose now. Our master jewelers are ready to set your stone on site at our jewelry shop. Make the process easy and stress-free. Ready to pop the question? Visit us today on the northeast corner of Rock and Central, and let's find the ring that seals the deal. Big news. Superpools is excited to announce that we've added concrete pool building to our repertoire. Call Superpools today at 316 316- 880-3900 or check out superpoolsusa.com to see some of our outstanding work. We dig fun. Basketball fans, get ready. Sunrise Christian Academy, Visit Wichita, and the Wichita Sports Commission proudly present the second annual Air Capital Hoop Fest, February 15th and 16th at the Garvey Center on the Friends University campus. Brace yourselves for a showdown of epic proportions as four of the nation's top high school basketball teams face off. Teams in action include Sunrise Christian Academy, a local favorite, Link Academy from Missouri, Veritas Academy from California, and Wasatch Academy from Utah. Get your tickets today at visitwichita.com slash get dash tickets. Today's quick thinking shapes tomorrow's success. For your business, that means on-the-spot decisions, dependable support, on-time fulfillment. And while you can't slow down the hours in your day, you can partner with a bank that keeps you one step ahead by doing business the way you do, with excellent service and attention to detail. Because understanding there's nothing more important than your today, that's our tradition. Intrust Bank, tradition for today. Member FDIC. Mahomes swings it. It's there! Hardman! Jackpot! Kansas City! It's a great win It's because I know how hard it is to do. It wasn't just offense. It wasn't just defense. Everybody had to step up, and um, it was a heck of a run. I think it made us tougher for moments like right now. Congratulations to the back-to-back world champion Kansas City Chiefs. 
from all of us at ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Only 30 minutes to go here on a Friday edition of The Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. You know what sounds great right now? A 29-degree man-sized draft. And you know where you can find such awesome things? You can find them at Twin Peaks. Ridge and Tap and 21st and Rock, those are the two fantastic locations here in this town. And might I add... They have some good food. They have great wings, always a favorite of mine. My wife likes the pot roast. And I've also had their chili, which right now on a cold day like today sounds fantastic. Can't eat that, though, because it is the Lenten season for those that are celebrating. Hope you're off to a solid start after Ash Wednesday on Wednesdays. You know what's going on at Twin Peaks? Beer-battered fish and chips. You can grab them for a light and fresh fare that never skimps on the flavor. This beer-battered cod is served with house-made tartar, malt vinegar, and French fries. Score them along with a 22-ounce Miller Lite or Coors Light for just $12 every Friday throughout Easter. Oh, I should say throughout Lent season, through Easter. That makes a little more sense. Or you can grab them with a soda or tea, and that drops the price to $10. How about that for a deal on Fridays? That sounds fantastic. I might have to capitalize on that. Here's a really weird thing, Jack. <laughs> now that I bring this up, I thought about tweeting this out. I'm like, no, this is dumb. But I got to bring it up. You're a fan of peanut butter and jelly, aren't you? You, you don't like fruit, so... I have to ask, maybe jelly's a little bit too sweet for you. I don't know. Peanut I, butter and jelly. Yeah, you're a name. Um, I'm going to go no. I like peanut butter. I'm not a big fan of jelly, though. See, and that's why I figured. Mm-hmm. I figured that was the, the holding point. I know you well enough to where I thought that would be a no-go. And, yes, we'll get the Wichita State basketball, guys. I get it. But this is what happened, all right? So I get home for lunch, and... I look in the fridge, and I'm like, well, I don't see anything for salad because that's what I wanted to eat. I'm trying to be healthier. I had salad on Wednesday. I was looking to eat salad again today. And I'm looking in the fridge, not there. So I go, all right, well, let me see. Surely we got bread. I could probably probably find peanut butter and jelly. So I get the bread. I'm like, hey, here's the bread. All right, here's the jelly. Hey, we got jelly. My wife went out and got peanut butter. You know what I've never had in my 33-plus years of my life? Crunchy peanut butter. I've never had it before. Never had it. And that was the only thing that we had was crunchy peanut butter. You a fan of crunchy peanut butter? Or do you prefer smooth? I prefer smooth, but I've had crunchy peanut butter. It really depends on what type of sandwich you're making. Like I I don't think you would do just a peanut butter sandwich with crunchy peanut butter. It's not satisfying enough. It has to be something else on it. I'm not sure what. Or if you're just doing it like it's a dip or something. But isn't that weird that in my brain I was like, I'm having crunchy peanut butter for the first time in my life. I never had it. And I thought about tweeting it out to people by going, I'm 33. I'm a grown man. And I am having crunchy peanut butter for the first time in my life. That that was what was going through my head earlier today. 
<laughs> just weird. And it's all because of the Lenten season. And I love my wife, and I'm not going to go to the store and just get smooth peanut butter. It's, it's peanut butter. The difference is there's some peanuts in it. Let me see what happens here. I had it. I prefer the, the smooth compared to the, to the chunky, but that was a, a unique thought that popped up in my brain earlier today. That's how you know it's a Friday. When you come up with those things in your brain, you're like, this is such a Friday thing to where you don't want to do anything. That's exactly what happened to me. So I finally had crunchy peanut butter or chunky peanut butter, whatever you want to call it. I finally had it. <laughs> and it was solid. All right. It was, it was all right. It was, it was solid. Anywho, if you don't want to have peanut butter and jelly for, for dinner tonight and you actually want to eat some food food, <laughs> you can get the food food with the beer batter fish and chips at Ridge and Taft and 21st and Rock, home to Twin Peaks here in Wichita. Well, now that I've gone down the rabbit hole there, let's try to get back on track and try to make sense of what took place last night in Greenville, Greenville, North Carolina. Wichita State falls to East Carolina. But before I continue, those that may have noticed here on the show, Wednesday, Jack had to take over. Yesterday, no Shane, no Shane today. Shane is filling in for the voice of the Shockers, Mike Kennedy. Mike Kennedy, who has been doing games for 44 years, he released a statement before the game at East Carolina. He was not able to do the game because of stage 2 prostate cancer. He didn't want to have the treatments get mixed up, didn't want to double up, didn't want to mess it up at this point. So he said, unfortunately tonight, it is necessary to step back from the labor of love for a moment. I am receiving treatment for prostate cancer, and in order to maintain the optimum schedule for those treatments, I have decided to remain at home and will miss the games at East Carolina and Charlotte. And we'll be thinking of, of Mike going forward. Lots of thoughts and prayers to him. I actually spoke with Mike this morning, and I, and I told Mike, hey, well, first and foremost, say, hey, how you doing? And actually, first and foremost, he, he said, hello, Patrick. And anytime someone mentions my name, like my full name, like Patrick instead of Pat, I chuckle a little bit, especially if it's not someone who I know from my family, because my family calls me Patrick, but everyone else calls me Pat. When someone says Patrick, that's not in my family. I kind of chuckle a little bit. But after speaking with Mike, he's in good spirits. He seems to be doing incredibly well. And we'll continue to send positive thoughts his way moving forward. And he's just amazed how many people have reached out. And I just told him, look, man, like you've been doing this for a long time. You're a great person. And I'm not surprised in the slightest. And I told him, too, good on you for doing regular checks. He does a, a yearly blood work test, it seems like, all the time. And says it's it's a good thing that my, my wife forced me to do this. And, of course, here I am at age 33. I told him, now that I have a five-month daughter, guess what's going to be going on in my life now going forward? Yearly blood work tests just to make sure everything's okay. So we'll be thinking of Mike Kennedy moving forward for sure. And like I said, he was in good spirits this morning, and hopefully that'll continue to be the case moving forward. Okay, back to the game itself, though. Mike Kennedy had to watch this thing unfold. 
And that is Wichita State suffering its eighth straight road loss, falling 68-55 at East Carolina. What's up with KUK State and Wichita State? All stinking on the road, by the way. That's been a common theme of the Sunflower State this year. The Shockers also lost for the first time ever in Greenville against the Pirates. They enter the night 3-0. and Colby Rogers was just 5 for 18 from the field, 2 of 10 from deep. Finished with a team-high 16 points. Harlan Beverly added 12 points and 5 rebounds, but not a lot to like about the game last night. Other than Wichita State starting the game off strong on the offensive end, the Shockers grabbed an 8-point lead in 8 minutes. They led 17-11. But turnovers and empty possessions allowed the Pirates to get hot. A 16-2 ECU run gave the Pirates an 8-point lead. And East Carolina simply never looked back. ECU outscored the Shockers 27-10 over the final 11-40 to grab an 11-point lead at half. East Carolina shot 59%, and Wichita State, no surprise, turnovers ended up being a problem. Eight turnovers for the Shockers. That felt like a major step back for Wichita State. And say what you want, and we talked to Kevin Saul about this yesterday. I understand, like, no one wants to talk about moral victories in this program because the expectations are always going to be somewhat high in the eyes of, of so many people in this community. And I understand that. I get that to a certain degree. But you have a Wichita State team that always seemed to be right there toward the end within one possession with four minutes to play. It's just a team that hasn't been able to learn how to win yet but they've at least been close. They feel like they've been so close to getting over the hump, but no one cares about close. No one cares about that. It's all about wins and losses, and if you have more losses than wins, then no one's probably going to be pretty happy. But last night, there was nothing to really be happy about for Wichita State. Outside of, of the start of the game, okay, they played well for eight minutes, but for the rest of the way, it was brutal. Absolutely brutal. And the Shockers' inability to make threes, that popped up again. If Colby Rogers isn't hitting from, from beyond the arc, it becomes a major struggle to hit threes. Dalen Original was one of five from deep. Colby Rogers, two of ten. Those two guys were combined three of 15 from, from deep. I guess if you want to take three-point shots, those would be the guys to do it. But Xavier Bell didn't do it, and after scoring a career-high 25 points, he was held to four. Also had four turnovers. Kenny Poto only had five points on four shots and 19 minutes of work, might I add. Quincy Ballard had 18 minutes. Him and Kenny Poto continued to share those minutes there. Yeah, Bijan Cortez, who had a positive assist to turnover ratio, so maybe that's good, but he was one of five from the field. Felt like Wichita State took a major step back in that game last night. There was nothing to like in that 13-point loss. Not a single thing. And all those turnovers, the 14 that Wichita State had, East Carolina scored 15 points off those miscues. And meanwhile, East Carolina had 11 turnovers, but yet Wichita State couldn't capitalize. Shockers only had six points off turnovers. Just not taking advantage of opportunities. And something else that's also a little bit concerning, Wichita State normally, rebounding-wise, Paul Mills felt like this is going to be a good rebounding team. 
ECU ranked near the bottom of the NCAA in rebounding, but won 33-30 last night. So major, major concerns after something like that for Wichita State. But, hey, it's sort of the, the later part of the year. They haven't been a good road team, so maybe this should be expected. But that one felt like a step back after being so competitive in so many other games. That's why that one hurt so much last night to me. I understand you're not going to have your best shooting nights. You're not going to be a 50% shooting team all the time like Kansas. But you can control some things. It's the turnovers that continue to be the problem. The, the be out-rebounded by a team that's not very good at rebounding, that, that sometimes is an effort thing. And maybe it just wasn't there last night for Wichita State. So while they've been so close in many different games, that was not the case last night in a 13-point loss. Just got to find a way to win, not only on the road, but just win in general. And Wichita State's still going through that right now under a first-year head coach from Paul Mills. Still got a couple games to correct. It would have been nice to start off this trip with a W, and now you play Charlotte, and Charlotte's not going to be an easy team to beat this weekend. It will be challenging for the Shockers as they take on Charlotte in North Carolina on Sunday at 11 o'clock. You can catch it on ESPN. Two. Going to the text line, 316-247-0923. Crunchy peanut butter with maple syrup is actually a really good snack. Jack, would you try that? I think I'd give that a try. I think I would, too. And I love how someone brings up a peanut butter burger from So Long Saloon in Aggieville. You've been there, haven't you? You've been to So Long Saloon. I hope you have. I have, yes. All right, that a boy. Takalucha also? Yep. For the win? Thank you. Okay, thank you. Just making sure, man. Like some people, some people don't bring that up. Some people, you're a diehard KU guy. I just figured you never went to Manhattan. Figured you wouldn't go past Topeka. <laughs> I know you have to go to Salina, but from time to time, but you get where I'm getting that. Okie dokie. Let us take a break. Before we get to buy or sell with Jack Johnson, I have. Some instant tickets here to give away, courtesy of our friends at the Kansas Lottery. Be caller number two at 316-669-4996, 316-669-4996, worth of cash blitz instant tickets, courtesy of the Kansas Lottery. You can always look at the Kansas Lottery Play On app. Might recommend that because that's a wonderful thing to have in your phone. So download it and take advantage of it. If you want to win, potentially win some major, major cash here, be caller number two, 316-669-4996, 316-669-4996. Best of luck. When we return, buy or sell with Jack Johnson to wrap up a Friday edition of The Pulse. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Okay, you know how it feels when you've saved enough for that long-awaited home edition? Now imagine an edition on that edition. That's the feeling with Capital One. 
where a new savings account earns an interest rate five times the national average. That's right, five times, as represented by five times more singers. This is Banking Reimagined. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. Rate comparison based on FDIC national rate. Capital One NA member FDIC. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints, call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Sponsored by Ab. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. 4A favorites face off in this week's high school game of the week. The number one and number two team in 4A West will do battle as unbeaten defending 4A runner-up McPherson plays host to 14-1 circle on Friday. It doesn't get much bigger than this with the potential state championship preview on the airwaves this week. Join me, Chance Lebo, with coverage beginning on Friday at 7 o'clock on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Rubbing on that Italian leather. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. I get it until the sunrise. Doing 90 and a 65. Let's roll down straight and So, Jack, something I didn't say last week in Vegas, and I believe it was the media day party or the media party that they had at night. This song played. And I immediately thought, there you go. (laughs) I was like, hey, Jack is here too. He's here. He's here with us spiritual. So, yeah, I I heard that song last week and I immediately chuckled. So, and it might have been after getting a selfie with a blue man or a member of the blue man group. Blue man group, yep. They are wild, dude. They don't smile, they don't laugh. Chad walked up to one of them and sit, and was trying to do a video. He goes, hey, who do you got this week? Do you have the Chiefs or do you have the 49ers? 
Nothing. You sure you got the Chiefs, though, right? You got the Chiefs, nod your head. Wouldn't do it. I I respect the dedication Love from the it. Blue Man Group. Respect the dedication there. And I also saw the Jabberwockies, too. Dude, they're all short. They're all like five <laughs> foot three. They are ridiculously short. All righty. Let's dive into buy or sell here. Real quick, congratulations to Chris. He won $30 worth of Kansas lottery tickets. You can come by and pick those up at some point in the future. Tonight we have uh, overtime before our high school game of the week. It is a battle of the best in 4A. Circle at McPherson. Bulldogs, T-Birds, excuse me, Bull Pups and T-Birds. Getting set to do battle tonight at 7. Catch it right here on Wichita Sports Leader for High School Athletics, ESPN Wichita. Tomorrow, Texas A&M and Alabama at 10.30. We have KU at Oklahoma at 3, 1.30 pregame. And then it's the NBA All-Star Game on Sunday. That's our lineup for this weekend right here on ESPN Wichita. Okay, Jack, what do we got for today? Buy or sell... Will K State or K State wins with having more than ten turnovers? Do we know what the record is with ten turnovers or more this year? I know they have won and lost games with ten plus turnovers. I don't know the overall totals though. <laughs> That's why I was curious. I didn't know if they were five and zero or something like that. It would be pretty pretty funny if that was the case, but also pretty much a rarity if that was the case. You rarely win games when you turn the ball over double digits. doesn't happen all too often. So I would say sell. I just see TCU and what the Horn Frogs do so incredibly well. If you are adding fuel to the fire, if you're giving the ball up 10 times, let's just say it's 10, all right? Let's just stop there and just say it's 10 turnovers. That's a potential of getting 20 points off those turnovers for TCU. Let's say they don't convert on all of them. I bet you they probably hit on 60%. They're still getting a lot of points just based on fast breaks. So I would say sell. I think TCU would probably get the win if K-State were to have double digits with turnovers. Buy or sell. Kansas loses tomorrow if Kevin McCuller does not play. Oh, man. Well, they already have one win without Kevin McCuller, and that was Baylor. And then they had a loss to Texas Tech. So right now they're 1-1 one one without Kevin McCuller. Man. Here's the thing. If it's Kevin McCuller and it's a home game, I would probably say, sure, they'd, they'd get the win. It's the fact that KU's on the road, and I just have no confidence in KU on the road. But this is Oklahoma. I would like to think that you're not going to see Dewan Harris Jr., Hunter Dickinson, and KJ Adams be that bad again shooting from the field. So I'm going to go with the bounce back and trust in Bill Self and trust in what they got. If Kevin McCuller does not play tomorrow, Kansas will win. I think it's going to happen. I think they'll find a way to do it because Bill Self... Give them a full week to prepare without Kevin McCuller. I think they will be just fine. At least I think. Might be a five-point win, but I think they'll find a way to hang on for the W. 
Buy or sell, Wichita State snaps its road losing streak on Sunday. Yeah, no chance. That's a sell. See how quickly I was to answer that one? That one's pretty pretty simple. Charlotte's good, dude. Charlotte's mm-hmm. a good, good team. They've been a fun story. They're just outside the top 100 in Kempom. They're 16-8 and eight overall, which might not be a, a sexy type of, of record there. But Charlotte's playing some good ball. They beat UTSA by nine the other day. I know that's not very impressive to a lot of people, but I just take a look at Charlotte and knowing what I know about Wichita State and knowing that Charlotte's in the hunt for a potential American Athletic Conference championship, they're 11-1 at home. That's the thing, 11-1 at home. So I'll give it up to Charlotte. I will say Wichita State is not going to win this game. So I would say sell when it comes to something like this. Buy or sell, the Chiefs' number one priority this offseason is extending Chris Jones. <laughs> that is a great one. Wow, is that a good one? Because the options elsewhere, and, and if you're just now joining us, Steve Spagnuolo has been extended. Dave Tobe, the special teams coordinator, he's also been extended. So you have some coaches getting some new contracts. I would almost say that Legereus Sneed would be more important. Chiefs can add another franchise tag on Chris Jones if they want, right? But the thing is, it would be, what, $36 million? Mm-hmm. If, if they did a franchise tag? That's just a big number to overcome for a player like Chris Jones. Do we know what the franchise tag number would be on Legereus Sneed? That I am unsure of at the moment. Surely that would be in the 20s, wouldn't it? 20 mil, probably? I think it's probably, yeah, around the 20 million range. Yeah. Late teens. Yeah. I mean, that might be your better answer, really. you probably start with that and hope that LeJerry Sneed would be okay. But LeJerry Sneed the other day on an interview, his message to Brett Veach was simple. Pay me. Pay me. I hope that Kansas City pays him. But they're going to have to make some interesting decisions. You're going to have to move on from someone. Drew Tranquil's in line for a big contract. You have to look at Willie Gay, who very well could have played for the final time for the Chiefs. Probably have to sign one of those two guys. But is that enough money left over to sign Chris Jones to a big contract? One would say wide receiver would be much more of a priority. Did you also see, too, that Patrick Mahomes won a Super Bowl with three of the the top 11 worst wide receivers to win like their win percentage for snaps they couldn't get open it's still remarkable the the sorcery of Patrick Mahomes I guess I will say I will sell Chris Jones is important but man there's so many other pieces you gotta look at and at least defensive line wise you got some people there so I'll sell I think there's some other pieces a little bit more important. Good one, though, Jack. Great way to wrap up this week here for the show. If you missed any of it, go online at ESPNWichita.com. Have fun and surprise Arizona, Jack Johnson. I'm Pat Strothman saying so long, Wichita. See you Monday right here on The Pulse. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.